Hey science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. And I am the husband. Hey husband. Hello Mrs. C, what's going on? What's going on Mrs. C, I'll tell you what's going on, there's some more allotropes of carbon for you. Oh sweet, I love allotropes of carbon. But before we do that, let's dance, what's my favourite element? Your favourite element is... Terillium. No, I've never heard of that. Oh, I haven't got my glasses on, I can't oh, read thallium. it. Thallium. No. Can that's I ask you a question a about your favourite element? Is it one of those dark green ones? Yes. It is. Have I not done all of those? No. Give it back to me. Give it back to me. We're, we're, we're ending this. I'm sick of it. Right. <laughs> I've done carbon. Yep. I've done. Is it nitrogen? No. I've done oxygen. I've done fluorine. Have I done fluorine? No. Yeah, maybe. It's not fluorine. It's not fluorine. Phosphorus. Nope. Sulfur. Do you know what's cool about phosphorus? Uh, the colour it. jaw. <laughs> <laughs> Chlorine. Nope. Selenium. Nope. Bromine. Nope. Iodine. Yep. I've, I'm sure I've said iodine Never before. Said iodine. Why is iodine your favourite element? I'd love to tell you. Great question. Love to tell you. So the reason why iodine is my favourite element, I'm just going to show you a picture of iodine. Iodine is a non-metal, but it looks like a metal at okay. room temperature. Right. What do you think of when you think of iodine? Purple. Purple liquid. Do you? No, it's like a brown liquid. That looks purple. We've, we've had this conversation. No, you think it's purple because of the spray I put on the horse. Yeah, which is purple. Um, this is what iodine looks like. I'm, sh- I'm sure iodine looks purple when I've had iodine. Because I've had iodine on like... You might have had a spray that contained iodine. scrapes before. That's what iodine looks like at room temperature. Right, yeah. It's like a gunmetal grey block. Sure. Okay. If you warm it up, and yeah. I don't mean with fire, mm. I mean like bang it against something. Mm. Like if you put it in a beaker with a lid on and you shake it. Yeah. It skips the turning into a liquid part and starts forming a gas. Okay. It is really, really, what's the word? It's really volatile. It turns to a gas really, really easily. When you do heat it up, the gas it produces is bright magenta, like a bright purple magenta color. And then it doesn't really go back into liquid phase. It deposits. So it sublimates, turns from a solid into a gas. Yeah. And it deposits, it turns from a gas into a solid really easily. So if you heat it in a beaker, but you don't let it, remove itself from a beaker it will solidify against the beaker and it will make like a little galaxy other thing that's cool about iodine is it's slightly radioactive but it's also an excellent way of killing bacteria and wounds it is so useful it's good to help detect starch it's the perfect element it's the perfect element it's the perfect element it it does it's taken me 15 years to decide that's the element for me okay sure i mean i i would strongly disagree that it's the perfect element because for it's that, cool and useful. For that, you'd have to describe the parameters of perfect for an element. Because, of course, if you need to, oh, I don't know, survive, then oxygen's the perfect you element. You pop a little bit of iodine in the water and it makes it drinkable. Okay. And radioactive. Okay, that's pretty <laughs> but after, cool. after seven days, it wouldn't be radioactive anymore because it has a really short half-life. Okay. It's a brilliant element. Like, I've spent a long time trying to decide what's my favourite out of the 118. I mean, most of those ones at the bottom are trash. They only last for, like, two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. Um, All right, what are we doing next time? No, come on, what are we doing? Uh, Today, we are going to look at the other allotropes of carbon. So, we looked at diamond. Yeah. Each carbon is bonded to four other... Four other carbon elements. Which makes it very, very... Strong. Large. 
large melting point due to the very, very strong covalent bonds. Much energy is needed to overcome them. The other one, the one in layers? Uh, graphite. Graphite. Three carbons. Bonded to? Three carbons. Which means it has a? Three carbons. It has a delocalized electron for right. each carbon atom, which yep. means it can... Slide across each other. They do slide in layers. Layers. Delocalized electrons, which means Oh, it conducts can. electricity. Very good. So carbon can also... Can diamond not conduct electricity? No, there's no delocalized electrons. Gotcha. Um, okay, so two other forms of carbon. Uh-huh. Graphene. Uh-huh. Which is one layer of graphite. Right. It was discovered at the University of one, Manchester. One, one molecular layer, like yes. one layer of atoms. Yes. Gotcha. It was discovered at the University of Manchester yeah. when someone scribbled on a piece of paper yeah. with graphite yeah. and then someone put a layer of sellotape on top of it. Uh-huh. They removed the layer of sellotape and they were like, oh, one layer, what can it do? Well, I'll tell you what it can do. It can conduct electricity. Uh-huh. It's quite flexible. Sure. Um, and it's really useful for electronics and composites um, oh, I suppose if you need to make something really, really small, like a microchip, you're going to need something that's very small, very malleable, but also conducts the hell out of electricity. You know your mobile phone screen? Uh, we are acquainted, yes. You know I, spend, I spend a lot of my time with my mobile phone screen. You know what they're made of? Uh, glass. Plastic. Um, diamond. Le- how do you think you conduct <laughs> the electricity on the screen? Magic. Your the thermal energy in your finger uh-huh. moves electrons iodine <laughs> is it made from graphene this it is, is called, but... <laughs> made of graphene that's how you can move electrons and you can conduct electricity with your finger so graphene is what uh, eliminated buttons essentially pretty much yeah cool. like because if you think about it without conductive gloves yeah you can't use your screen without with gloves on can yeah, you yeah, it sure. has to be the heat from your finger that makes it work um is graphene an element yeah, technically. Mm, I it's think... not an element. It's a, it's a, it's an allotrope of carbon. The, the element is carbon. Sure. What does allotrope mean? Allotrope just means different form. Gotcha. So this is just a different form of carbon. So diamond technically is an element, but it's just carbon. Right. So you still think iodine's better than carbon, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's prettier. All right. Cool. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, than diamonds. It's prettier. Yeah. Prettier than, than diamonds. <laughs> that's that's fine. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say carbon wasn't cool. Carbon's in my top three. No, absolutely. Iodine is the perfect element. <laughs> is it because it goes purple, Mrs. Corbett? Is it because it that is so you? <laughs> <laughs> it's gone metal grey. Right, go on. Um, so the other one is fullerenes that I wanted to talk about. Fullerenes. Fullerenes. Fullerenes, okay. So a fullerene, they were discovered in like, I want to say the 80s. So they come in two forms. They come in a ball called mm. a Buckminster fullerene. Mm. Otherwise known as buckyballs. Have you heard of those? <laughs> no. 60 carbons look a bit like a football. 60 carbons in a sphere so they can roll, so they're really good for lubricants. They can conduct electricity. I assume you can't see these balls. No, they're teeny tiny. Yeah. <laughs> they're nanoparticles, right. essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you can also have carbon nanotubes. So you take a graphene yeah. and you essentially turn it into a straw. Uh-huh. That's called a fullerene cargo carbon nanotube um and again really useful for nanotechnology electronics because you can have a little tube that can conduct electricity sure but it's one atom thick it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um you need to be able to for the exam recognize diagrams of them of buckyballs c60 nanotubes which is like basically a layer of graphene into a straw and graphene as one layer of graphite and i need to have to recognize those 
Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So I'll show you a picture. The other thing just to note about these is um, they're all really useful for nanotechnology. And oh, also buckyballs are quite good for um, medicine delivery systems. Because you can li- put, literally put teeny tiny bits of medicine in them that can go into cells and then they explode and release the medicine. Cool. So they could like target and kill cancer cells. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Right. Diamonds. Yeah. Uh, graphite. Mm-hmm. Graphene. Mm-hmm. Fullerene. Mm-hmm. Buckminster fullerenes and... And fuller tubes. <laughs> nanotubes. 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 Yeah. All right, cool. And that's all carbon, is it? Yep, and you need to be able to recognise them in 2D and 3D shapes. So okay. I'll show you some pictures of those. Sure, all right. See you later. We finished bonding, by the way. Yay! It's going to be a small test. Bonding was dull. Yeah. <laughs> Strap in for the next topic. It's quantitative chemistry. Yay! Woo-hoo! See you later. See ya.